0: Right here. Right here, right here, I right hear. Yeah. You want it? Mm-hmm. Alright guys, here we are once again. This is podcast number five. I am uh, currently on the road driving down to meet up with someone to pick up some more gear before I head off to Oklahoma. So what we're going to talk about on this podcast is last last podcast we talked about, you know, which shows make money on TV. Now I'm gonna talk about why I now have a disdain for television, why I hate TV and why I love web. And uh I've been in TV for a long time. I've been doing this professionally for about six years now. I have edited, i tried to kind of figure it up. I've probably edited over a 100 episodes of television for either The Habit, Lee and Tiffany, uh, Craig Morgan's All Access Outdoors, Respect the Game. I've now done some Fin Chasers. I did um, Big Water Adventures, edited, a bunch of shows over the years and I probably videoed shot at least that many so I've done I've done my fair share of of editing and shooting TV i have not done as many as as much as some people but I've done enough to know that it's long and it's a tedious process that a lot of times can be very much simplified and even approved upon by making it web so, first off, I want to explain to you what an episode of what an episode of TV consists of. Generally, that is 21 to 22 and a half minutes of content of edited content. That's not including commercials. Uh, sometimes that's including graphics, bump-ins, bump-outs, segment sponsors. But for the most part, just speaking in general terms, you're going to have to edit 20 minutes of content for every. TV show episode you see. Most seasons are 13 shows. Some seasons like Lee and Tiffany are 20 shows. They do 13 in the third and fourth quarters and then they do seven originals in first and second quarter. So there's 20 episodes throughout the year. Each one of those shows takes most of the time, I allot myself two weeks or 10 working days to edit one episode. Most of those episodes take five to seven days to shoot. So you are three weeks invested in that 20 minutes of content. So, yeah, that's why there's so much time and so much energy and effort put into each show. Now, I'm talking in terms of the shows that I produce, higher-end, big shows with big budgets. A lot of the shows, most of the -the run-of-the-mill shows, aren't going to have that much time invested they can edit them a lot faster they probably don't take five to seven days sometimes 14 days to shoot one episode you know if they take that long to shoot episodes they're going to get two sometimes three out of it so uh you know that's that's the you know that's the time invested in each episode it's a lot of work a huge amount of work most people don't understand that's how much it takes to do one episode so and, and that's what's kind of disheartening to me when they watch a hunting show and you know they watch it for that 10 seconds of glory where that animal comes in, gets shot and then the recovery and that's what they watch the whole show for and i worked three weeks on that thing you know it's kind of it, it's tough to swallow sometimes but it's also the nature of the beast i guess you know people are watch hunting shows to watch stuff get shot that's just you know that's that's why we put so much emphasis on the kill shot but if you put that much emphasis on the kill shots, you got to think there's, you know, there's another 19 minutes, you know, or more of content that I've got to fill. That's why people have a lot, you know, they have a huge dislike a lot of times for TV is because a lot of they feel like it's an infomercial. You know, I talked about that last podcast where they feel like, you know, all we're trying to do is sell them something all the time. But what the heck else are we going to do for 19 minutes? How many times? Have you seen somebody go put in a food plot? How many times have you seen somebody hanging tree stand? And I know we have to do that for sponsors, but there's only there's only so many ways you can skin a cat. If you're doing a white tail show or a elk show or a turkey hunt or whatever the, whatever the case may be, there's only so many ways to do it. And we're always trying to constantly be creative and reinvent the wheel and make it to where, you know, you can hold someone's eye for that entire 20 minutes. And that's incredibly, incredibly hard and when your tv show hosts talk about pressure you know what you know it's getting down to the last day you know where the pressure's on us to you know get one down or get something killed and you know i've heard people say yeah that's bullcrap they got pressure on they're getting to hunt for a living well not necessarily that that pressure is a real thing when you have the money invested that these guys have invested in production airtime you know, the hunt cost, the travel cost, the tags, you know, you know, average show cost per episode after production, everything's between fifteen and $25,000. So if you don't get a kill, it costs the same whether you get a kill or not. You know, you're still having to pay a camera guy. You're still having to pay by the tags. You're still having to travel. That still costs money. So if you don't kill, guess what? You've got to do it all over again to get a kill or people don't want to watch the show because we put so much emphasis on the kill. That's another huge drawback of this, the whole TV thing. Another reason the TV's so bad is it costs so much money. In order to get an airtime slot on Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel, Pursuit Channel, you're gonna pay between 50 and $150,000 per year for that airtime. Now you divide that up between 13 shows, or between 20 shows, or between, you know, if you work something out. So that's, you know, that's over, sometimes over 10 grand per episode just to get it on air. That's before you've went hunting. That's before you drove anywhere. That's before you've paid a camera guy. Before you've paid an editor. That's why so many guys try and do it all their because, you know, they got so much money invested just in the airtime. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to scrape up any money to do anything else with. So, uh, that's, that's a a huge drawback, is the airtime. Another drawback is you have production guidelines. Production guidelines are what are set by the network that say you can only show a kill shot a certain amount of time, you can't hunt hunt a certain way, certain segments have to be certain lengths, you can't show this, you can do this, you can't do that. It's usually several pages of, okay, these are the rules of what you can and can't do. And they are extensive and they have people that QC those, that watch those and quality control what is being done. Final drawback, well, not the final drawback. Another drawback is you have to have the shows edited to us exact amount of time. So you either have to lose content or add content in order to make sure it's a perfect amount of time so it can air on a 30-minute slot on TV. Final drawback is the FCC, Federal Communications Commission, or the, I think that's what it stands for. Anyway, they're the ones that make sure that you don't do something on television, that would offend somebody: nudity, language, etc., etc. So, there's a lot of things that limit you on that as well. You know, too too much blood, too gory, whatever. Well, you watch any movies, and all those are the things that sell a lot of shows, and that's the reason a lot of shows are pretty bland because they have to be toned down a lot because you have to fit within a certain guideline. There are uh, there's also things that the network does to kill itself uh, and i'm not going to go into this very deeply because this is this is something that's that the networks are trying to figure out now the network you know the outdoor channel sports channel they're they're hurting in a lot of ways because people are starting to cut the cable they're starting to not watch outdoor shows near as much um, the ren track and nielsen ratings that you get that essentially shows you used to sell their self, I mean, personally, I don't know whether you can trust them or not. And I've heard some of the numbers that people are selling shows for, and the numbers are terrible. And if that's all the people that are watching those shows, then I don't—I still don't understand why sponsors are paying the money that they're paying, and why airtime keeps getting more and more expensive when less and less people are watching the shows. It's—it's it's just a recipe for the, the essentially the TV networks not to be around a whole lot more. But then we have our glorious savior, the web. A lot of people are going web and I'm all for it. There are several reasons why I'm all for it. And the number one being it simplifies the entire production process. It's shorter, it's sweeter, it's a lot cheaper. That is probably my favorite part of it. You can be very creative. You don't have to put in a ton of filler. You can make the show exactly what you want it to be. You don't have to be beholding to the FCC. You don't have to be beholding to production guidelines. You don't have to be beholding to a certain time length. You can make it exactly what you want it to make it. With that, you have to make something that people are gonna watch because the only way that you're gonna get paid for is if you have eyeballs. But that's another great thing about the web is you can really source some really great analytics and great numbers from the web. And another great thing about web numbers is they're more valuable than TV numbers because when you're talking web views, somebody physically scroll their mouse over your play button and hit play and watch that video and listen to it intently versus a TV show running in the background or skipping commercials or whatever it is and you don't have essentially a captive audience. That's another great thing about web. Probably the best thing about web, as far as consumers are concerned, is they don't have to wait six to nine to 12 months to see that tv show essentially when i was producing fox really outdoors we were airing a show every week every monday and that show that you're watching usually happened the week before sometimes hours before it aired so products and companies can get products and goods in people's hands they can create content and it'd be relevant right now not 12 months from now and that's what i mean everything in our society is sped up and people want to consume content right now they don't want to wait on it that's why instagram and facebook and all those social media platforms are so popular because people get tired of waiting on things tv takes forever because like i said it takes three weeks to edit a show and then you have to wait for third quarter to roll around before you can air it, because you can't just throw it up. They have to put it in a schedule, and they have to you know, back it up to other shows, and they have to put it in a slot, and this, that, and the other. Web, you don't have to worry about any of that. Create your content, push it out there, and hope people watch it, and you can sell it, sell it to somebody. Goals for a web show, just like I said in the last podcast, do something unique, truly unique, whether that's your personality, whether that's what you're hunting, how you're hunting it, it cannot be easily easily replicated. If you're doing that, you've got good production behind it. You do you do you do the right things on social. People will get behind it and people will watch it. Get the eyeballs, get the numbers. People will pay for it. Companies will get behind it. But that's the really to me that's the reason why TV is dying and web is about to overtake TV i think in a very short amount of time and that's what makes me very happy is that's going to simplify the process it's going to hopefully add more money into a production budget because there's not an airtime slot they have to pay for to where we can go out and really create some cool stuff and really focus on what i like the most and that's being creative and telling a good story in the right amount of time and not have to worry about guidelines and fcc Hope you guys enjoyed it. If uh, you have any questions, comments, want to talk about something on the podcast, email me at rednecktechpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And I will see you guys uh, hopefully soon.